0: you're listening to the self-disruption show on iheart radio with audrey lawrence hacking business science and psychology to smash your goals this is Audrey Lawrence, and you are listening to The Self-Disruption Show on iHeartRadio and WWPR in Tampa Bay, where we hack science, psychology, and neuroscience to get us closer to our goals, where we, where we watch visionary thinkers to be able to outline where our success should be. Well, you will not be disappointed today. One of my personal crushes and mentors and TEDx speakers is here. I am bringing to you the alan klein so before i tell you exactly why i'm crazy for him i want you to know tedx speaker presenter of the power of intention a best-selling author of the healing power of humor his most recent book the awe factor was named as one of the best spiritual books of 2020 hello like that's amazing alan thank you so much for finding time to be with us today
1: yeah well you're uh a fan? I have to be with my fans, right?
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Let me tell our listeners why I am a fan. Alan did a TED Talk a couple years back, a TEDx, that absolutely spoke to me. I was struggling at the time. I didn't know what I was going to do about some of the heart's wishes I had in my life. And he just encouraged me to, well, I thought it was for me. He encouraged the audience to be able to manifest through idealing their vision of what they wanted. And I started thinking more about what I wanted. And I started some of the tips. He's got five beautiful tips in his video, and we'll get into those in a little while. But I want you to know, Ellen, that it's transformative. What you share with people, you give people an opportunity to have hope. Hope turns into dreams. Dreams turn into visions. Visions turn into reality. And suddenly, I'm living the life. Tell our listeners how you came to this place.
1: Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> do we have a couple of, how about a half a day? To, <laughs> um, 25 words or less, I guess. I, you know, I look back at my life and A lot of things, a lot of people told me I can't do this, I can't do that. Um, I wanted to be a scenic designer when I was seven years old and taken to my first Broadway show. I wanted to make those pretty stage pictures. And I got into Yale Drama School, it was a three-year master's to learn how to be a scenic designer. And I was kicked out after the first year, I was told I had no talent. I went on to become a scenic designer at CBS for 10 years and did shows like Captain, you're too young, but Captain Kangaroo, Merv Griffin, Jackie Gleason, probably don't know those shows, but they were big uh, network shows and I was the designer. I wanted to write a book and people said, oh, you'll never get it published. If you get a publisher, it'll never sell. So the book was The Healing Power of Humor, my first book, and it's now in a 40th some odd printing, and I don't know how many thousand copies, but so I believe in you cannot let other people tell you, you cannot fulfill your dreams. Amen. So I yeah so i i in fact you know i i also got into uh therapeutic humor and uh my first book because my wife at 31 we found out she had a rare uh, liver disease and she died at 34. but she had a great sense of humor and continued to use it yeah there were tears but there was also humor And I realized during those difficult years, and I realized how therapeutic humor could help us get through almost anything. So I wanted to share that with the world. So one way was writing, the other was speaking. And Audrey, the interesting thing about my speaking is and you say you like my TED talk? Is I was afraid to share in school. I got like a D in almost every class because I knew the material, but I would not share. I would not raise my hand, and um, I was afraid of speaking in front of the public. You know, for in 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 a group. Um, and now you're busy. I,
0: I mean, look at you. You're everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> every time I turn around, you're so busy. Alan, your content is so relevant more now than ever. You had so many books that I love the story about your publisher and refine, finding a new publisher and sharing your message. Why is it that you think that this topic just doesn't go away? Why, have to we, why do we have to renew our soul to this? Is it just the world we're in today that it's more relevant?
1: Well, I think I think it's who we are. Deep down, we're very loving people, we're very giving people, but the, we're surrounded by negative stuff today, you know, and I think you have to make an effort to uh, turn all of that around. I mean, I could put on the news right now and it'll be pretty, you know, terrible. <laughs> um, I'll hear all about the bad things that happened. Uh which reminds me, when I lived in New York City, I'm now on the West Coast. But when I lived in New York City, I'd walk my dog every day, and every day I'd pass this woman, and she would telling tell me about all the, the uh, robberies, the fires, the you know carjacking that happened, and. Audrey, it took me a little while to realize I didn't have to walk in that direction. I could walk my dog the other (laughs) way.
0: (laughs) There's my sound bite. There it is. I don't have to walk in that direction. Listen, people, when people are bringing bad information to you, if it's figurative or literal, (laughs) you don't have to walk in that direction. You just heard Alan Klein say it.
1: Yeah. And that's what we need to do today. You know, it's just, yes, you can put COVID or whatever you're going through in the background for a while and enjoy your life moment to moment. So that's what I teach.
0: I love it. Tell our listeners what a jollyologist is. Fill them okay. in on your beautiful cool word.
1: Okay. I actually call it jollyologist, mm. like like proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> Although very different.
0: <laughs> Maybe the exact opposite.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I made it up because I believe you could be whoever you want, you know, uh, to some limits maybe. But I, I went back to school to learn uh, therapeutic humor. And I have a master's degree in human, H-U-M-A-N development. And my thesis was the the healing power of humor. But in Greek, Jellos. G-E-L-O-S is laughter. So I used to call myself a jellotologist and people thought I made that wiggly dessert. <laughs> so I changed it to jollytologist.
0: I love it. And you talk about staying up when times are down. Well, times couldn't be more down now. What is a tip or two you could share with our listeners about how they can just find that silver lining?
1: Okay, so I'm a big believer, maybe because I used to design Captain Kangaroo, which was very playful. I had to think like a child. I'm a big believer in props. One of my or toys around, one of my toys I just got, like within the last month, is a Dr. Fauci doll. Shot <laughs> I need to get one of those. That's amazing. <laughs> And even his mask even comes off.
0: Hysterical. <laughs> oh my gosh. That you know, you know what? I look, yeah. you make me smile. This is great. Can you just every day about noon just give me a quick chat? Because you know sure. what? It's a perception of what we choose to put out there. It's the direction we walk up the street towards the lady with the bad news or away from her. If we're going to be the opposite of the proctologist, are we going to embrace, make the choice for happiness?
1: Yeah, so let me give you, you and your listeners, one tip. I always have, and when and when I do uh, programs, everyone in the audience gets one to take home because I think it's an instant uplifter. It's a red clown nose. You're stuck in traffic jams. Put on your red clown nose. People around you will start laughing. I'm snapping uh, a screenshot
0: <laughs> right now. Smile big. <laughs> <laughs> there is the outtake folks right there you're so right why do we take ourselves uh-huh. so seriously i love what you say in your tedx about take your pursuits your passion your career your goals seriously and not so much yourself
1: right how right. do we
0: practice that so hard
1: it's hard but this if you carry this in your pocket say and you're in traffic jams uh, someone on the street annoys you whatever it is just put this on. (laughs) People will start laughing. You know, um, I know a couple that has these all over the house. And if one starts yelling at the other one puts it on and They stopped yelling.
0: I love it. Stock in red foam noses just went through the roof. For my listeners who are not watching, (laughs) we've got Alan who's donning a red fluffy clown nose, popping it on, and you know what? Making everyone in our room smile. It's great. Like, what a cool downplayed version of yourself and certainly you've had an illustrious career I mean there's nothing to laugh about or tease you have all of these books tell us what it was when you had that moment when you lost your publisher and went on to find and manifest because a lot of my Uh, listeners are authors like myself this bit was so touching to me
1: oh I'm glad it was um so I was being published by a division of Random House and they had done seven or eight of my Uh, books. uh, They were mostly quotation books, uh, inspiring, uplifting quotation books. So you can open it somewhere and be inspired for the day. And they were saving money, cost cutting, and they closed that division. And the books have been doing really well. They had sold over 400,000 copies and they closed it and the books were no longer available. So I got the rights back. And for a year and a half, I struggled trying to find a new publisher and I couldn't find one. And I thought, Alan, you're struggling. And I don't believe in struggling because it's putting out negative energy. And so I wanted to put out positive energy to find my publisher. So I wrote this little card out and it said the perfect publisher will find me. (laughs) <laughs> and you have your own <laughs> and I have my
0: own perfect publisher Matra card will find me.
1: Right. And and for your listeners, if they're not authors, they can put the perfect living space, the perfect. Ooh, um,
0: I like the that. Perfect,
1: the perfect mate, the perfect job, the, you yep. know, whatever it is. So I put that in front of my computer. I saw it for about three months and then I went to a meeting and I, it was a writer's meeting and I sat down and the man next to me was talking to two women behind me. And I heard them over say, we have a very successful company, but we're opening a new division and we're looking for motivational uplifting uh, books." And I said, oh, I have seven or eight of them that were, are successful and they gave me their card and they said, uh, send us your books. And I looked at the card, and this is the first kind of goosebump moment I got, was they were five blocks from where I lived. So I took the the books to them the next day, and since then they published um, nearly all of those seven or eight books. That editor went on to another publisher. I'm still with that editor, a new publishing company that's now published my latest book, The Awe Factor, Um, But I've done four books with them. (laughs) And the author
0: is getting tons of attention. Oh my gosh. Like it it is is. lighting. There it is. And look at all your little dog ears. Look at my notes.
1: Yeah. The
0: charts. (laughs) People are going crazy for it. It's getting written up all over the place. I saw that you got a nice write up from spiritualityandpractice.com. Like what a huge allocation that they've put you as one of the best spiritual books for 2020 and let me tell you of all the years to be ordained that because 2020 is this epic was, year yeah, we yeah. have a deeper need for spirituality and the practice of it and being able to harness that more than ever so tell if you were to give us your favorite little takeaway from the awe factor if you could share a little sneak peek with our listeners before they run out and grab it themselves what what's your little sharing line
1: well i think um you know, people. I think they don't know what awe is, and so I came up with an acronym. An acronym, um, and that is AWE stands for a Wow Experience.
0: Ooh, a Wow Experience.
1: So anytime you go Wow, you are experiencing awe. You probably don't realize it. And the reason I'm so gung ho on awe these days is because a study that came out within the last year, um, I won't go into the whole study, it's a little long, but basically they sent two people, uh, two groups of people out to take a 15 minute walk once a week. That's all it was. And they studied them for eight weeks and they, they. one group they took aside and said, we want you to, when you are on your walk, to look for something that you find awes you or wonder or amazes you. And then they tested, did some other testing with them. And they found the awe group who did the awe walk. They felt uh, not, not so many negative emotions, more positive emotions. They were less upset and they said they were happier. The other group said we were on a walk and we were thinking about things that we had to do, things that upset us. And so just that little intention of finding awe helps lift those people up to be happier and healthier.
0: I just had an awe moment because it made me go, wow. It connected the dots in my head in a way that you had never done before. I'm so grateful. Where can our (laughs) listeners learn more about you?
1: Well, on my website, www.allenkline.com. Just spell my both names right. It's A-L-L-E-N-K-L-E-I-N.com.
0: I love it. And there we can find your books. We can find about you speaking. We can see your TEDx and go see it for yourself, folks. (laughs) P.S. I think that you should get some sort of commission from the red nose people because it is so much fun. (laughs) You filled an audience full of laughter with this red nose. Very rarely do I see eruptive laughter in a TEDx and your show was beautiful. Just gorgeous.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So before we go, Alan, tell our listeners that one parting thing that I didn't get an opportunity to ask. Is there something you want to impart to people before we tune out today?
1: Okay, um, keep it light. <laughs> and you might want to have a feather around, like I used to have one on the dashboard that somehow it disappeared, but on the dashboard of my car, just to remind me when I'm in traffic jams to keep it light.
0: Keep it light. There you go, folks. That's the soundbite of the day. Keep it light. Well, I'm going to tell you, Alan Klein, you have made my day. Uh I have my little note. I've shared that with you that you've inspired me with the effort on my own publishing journey. You've given me ideas and real life experiences. You give me a go back place to be able to connect with your words, watching your TEDx over and over again. It's one of the few ones I watch on a loop. Every time I watch it, there's new takeaway for me, just because I focus in on a new part of it. I am grateful. I know that the listeners are grateful for the time you've given us today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank
1: you. Yeah, thank you. Really appreciate it. Lots of gratitude. Thank you.
0: This is Audrey Lawrence, and you're listening to The Self-Disruption Show on iHeartRadio and WWPR in Tampa Bay, where we hack science, psychology, and neuroscience to get us closer to our goals, finding inspiring stories to help shape our life. Have a great day and follow us on all social media outlets. Thank you for listening to The Self-Disruption Show with Audrey Lawrence. To learn more, go to AudreyLawrence.org and follow us on your favorite social media. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Grab your free downloadable gift at audreylawrence.org forward slash gift.